0: Welcome to the Reimagine Podcast, a podcast that seeks to reimagine faith and life and community as we link, learn, and live together. I'm Greg English along with Brad Hoffman and Brian Dupuis. Today on episode 50, we reimagine movement and what healthy movement looks like for all ages and lifestyles. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Hey. Hello. Hey, guess what this is? Episode 50. Episode 50. 50. Yeah. Come on. Can you believe it? Wow. <laughs> You're getting yeah. old. I mean, that's like <laughs> yeah. 33 more than most people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or least. maybe 40 more. Than yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, but we're, uh, we're, we're yeah, slowly least, moving yeah. to the year anniversary. So yep. that's exciting. Yeah. So I'm making that announcement that we're only two episodes away from one year of podcasting. I know. Wow. Uh, from multiple rooms to spaces and places and yeah. guests yep. and everything else, learnings. Uh, so we want to start hearing from you. You can contact us uh, on the website and write some things in, re-imaginecast, uh, com and uh, start putting those things in, and we'll start talking more about this. And who knows? Might give a few things away. Yes. Of course, Brian a is hat. He, a hat. Yeah. A, a Richmond, Virginia's hat that I wear on a regular basis. Uh, Brian is into Lent this year, and yes. he's, <laughs> he's giving away, wants to give yes. away something yes. every day. Yeah, that's that. right. That's I'll give right. you something. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, a pack of gum or something? Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. give you a tour of our studio. That's, That's right. right. There you our go. spacious studio. That's there you right. Go. So yeah. reimaginecast.com, Just uh, write in. Tell us your ideas and thoughts. Let us know you've been listening. And who knows? You may receive um, something special. Yes. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> Let's leave it. Very wide Until we figure out what that is. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So I got a story. I got a story. All right. That's I don't sure. know what it is about these things. But sometimes, like, I just can't wait to tell you guys these things. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I've held off. Uh, for a period of time here, I'm going to call this story. um calling Station Ten. Oh, uh, uh, what? Calling Station calling, Ten. Calling Station. Hmm.
1: We're okay.
2: Yeah,
0: we're calling Station Ten. We're, name, we're naming the story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> like uh,
2: so, it. Chapter, I, I, one. Yeah. Chapter One. Chapter <laughs> <laughs> One. On calling Station Ten
0: on a on a seasonally be warm uh, March night, I'm walking to Whole Foods. I just, yeah, you know, I, right down by where you That's right So yeah, I, I walk and pick up some groceries And come back home It's exercise It's nice The weather was good So i walking down to Whole Foods And I'm passing What I always pass Station 10 I love Station 10 Those guys yeah. are always out there Firefighters They're always outside You know They'll wave to you How you doing They're doing their games They're cleaning their ladders They're cooking whatever I'm coming home last night And all the doors are shut And I, I told Kelly I said that's weird I never see the doors closed But Station 10 is closed Who knows Maybe they're cooking Napping Doing something <laughs> So, we get home, and um, I go inside, and I, I do my whatevers until, you know, 7 o'clock when we start cooking. Yeah. And so, I'm cooking. It's early dinner for you. It is. Well, I'm trying to get a little earlier. <laughs> 8.30 was pushing the wheels, so I'm yeah. trying to at least get to quarter to eight. There you go. So, I uh, started cooking dinner there. Kelly's doing some things, and um, I just start smelling this, something. Mm. It was like smolting rubber. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, something's not right, so I... You know, start sniffing around. I'm checking the gas in the back of the oven, making sure it's working. And then I'm not thinking about it, but I'm sniffing around the counter towards the refrigerator. And I open my freezer door. Black smoke. you got to be kidding me. Comes flying out of my freezer door all over me. I'm seeing flames inside my freezer of my refrigerator. Wow. That's, yeah. That's, that's unusual.
2: That's that's not the way it's supposed to be. It's not you no. where you would go to find flames. <laughs> no. no so yeah. now I'm thinking, I'm seeing flames. I'm thinking by, the fireplace, right? <laughs> I'm yeah. seeing flames
0: by inside this freezer. I'm thinking there's a wall on the other side. Oh, the flames like. Raring yeah. up the wall now? Is it coming off the back electrical or is it inside? I shut the door back, you know, and yeah, because I'm as we <laughs> hey as we <laughs> talked last week. I'm so out si- the flames. Yes, but, I'm so uh, scientific that I knew oxygen was shutting things down. Well so sure. I, I, You've I watched Chicago Fire. Yeah, well, you know <laughs> Yeah. So I yeah. shut the door back, close it off, and then around the seals, smoke is just coming out. Oh. And, I, and so I looked, I pulled the refrigerator out a little bit, I looked behind, you know, Kelly's around. I'm turning the breakers off, you know. And, All this kind of stuff. But the other thing is, in my place, I have those sprinklers inside my ceilings. So if the smoke is bad enough, we're getting wet. Yeah. And everything's getting wet. Uh. So we're debating which frames go, which pictures computers get get them out. We're getting ready to get wet, right? So I dial 911. And here's the cool thing. I'm on the phone with 911. And I hear the engines fire up at the firehouse to come to me because I'm like a block away. Yeah. So they're there, but they by could time. Have just walked over. I'm, yes.
2: Yeah. So.
0: the
1: hoses probably stretched
2: that far. They think right. just leave them. Yeah. yeah. So
1: perfect. of course
0: I'm dancing around the apartment in a little bit of anxiety, wondering like you yeah. know what's going on, I'm getting ready to set this whole building on fire. And uh, but no, no flames, still smoking is everywhere. I've got everything opened up, and so they come in and uh, they say, well, you know, is there a fire in the place? I said, well, the flames are no longer there, but I still think there's a fire somewhere. It's electrical. Yeah. And so they come in and they pull the fr- refrigerator out and they touch it feel it and they said yeah you have an insulated fire happening now mm. and we're taking the refrigerator outside i said okay yeah. so they unplugged the water roll the refrigerator outside and uh, as i'm showing you guys the visuals there yeah you could see like when they pulled the panel off on the inside there's some short on the inside i mean that thing was has gone wow. soot everywhere wow. to ash yeah and, um, I've never heard of that before, and it was all contained inside yeah. your all freezer. contained inside the freezer. The it freezer. didn't even impact yeah, yeah. The, fr- the the fridge part underneath. Would you get the food out of the bottom? Yes. But so I asked the guy, I said, Look here. important
2: question. Yeah. Food
0: bill could go up that week. Uh, yeah. Th- no. So here's the deal. I was at Fresh Market like two days ago and bought all the buy one get one free meat oh, yeah. sales. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, there's a hundred dollars going down the drain. Yeah.
2: Like, save that meat. <laughs> sure, or it's the, gonna sure cook the building, it's yeah. gonna cook and yes. you're gonna yeah. eat everything yeah. in one sitting. Yeah. The so. building's going down, but uh, save, save the meat. meat.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. And the wedding picture. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, so, we, so I asked the, the captain. I, I said, um, I said, you know, we were out there, and, and you got these guys. I mean, they're taking panels off, and then they got these small little box that looks like your phone. Actually, sprays water out of it for the electrical stuff. I mean, very yeah. neat stuff. Yeah. I said, you know, I was, I said, I was walking home tonight and I actually saw y'all weren't doing anything. So glad you came over. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kind of thing. And uh, I said, what do you think about the food? He said, you no, know, if it's sealed and wrapped, you know, you just wipe that. Soot kind of stuff off. It <laughs> won't harm it. I had to have some open bags of some vegetables, and they're all gone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Out of so, here, here. Right, right. yeah. The venison, the steak, the hamburger, the chicken, gee We're we're keeping. And and here's a good neighbor. You know, we Blue, talk about, smoky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smoked meat. Who needs sauce? I mean, yeah. you're getting a dry rub <laughs> on this thing, <laughs> yeah. buddy. I mean, it's good. So a good a, a neighbor. So we did. I told Kelly. I said okay. I called nine one one. Knock on the knock on the doors and tell our our neighbors that the mayor's got a fire in his place yeah you know i'm the mayor of that <laughs> that's community. right sure so let them know mayor's all right but we got a fire it's gonna be good so <laughs> and the food's okay the food's it's okay, okay. Let them yeah know. come on yeah, over <laughs> yeah so my buddy across the way two police officers they come over hey you want my refrigerator it's fine girl upstairs she works on the forensic stuff and uh, she has access to dry ice so she went actually here's a good neighbor she actually went to her office and got a big old thing of dry ice Really, and mm. brought it back to me, and I put stuff in dry dry ice. Yeah. Uh, here's another great story. I, uh, the the guy that kind of handles all the maintenance stuff there, uh, his son came to uh, Andre Ingram's basketball camp, yeah. got yeah. him in, so he's done some stuff here at Cool Spring. I called him. He had a fr- new refrigerator at my house last night.
2: Wow. Mm. Wow.
0: I mean, just a lot of like something that could have been really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And horrific. You know, it just there's there's community living together in this little space. Yeah.
2: So now, will you uh, because of your uh, trauma, will you like pause every time you open the freezer door? I, I
0: uh, okay. So <laughs>
2: the new the one came <laughs> in last night, and I opened it, and I was like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? And, and and I actually smelled a little something, and I realized we put we put something back in there that was like just let it go because it still had the some of the yeah, soot yeah, smell yeah, on it. Yeah, I said, yeah. let it go, let it go. This morning, you know, it was clean, smelled good. But, man.
2: Wow. That's great. That's exciting. Yeah. So, there's yeah.
0: my story, calling station that's 10.
2: Calling station <laughs> <laughs> Available on Audible. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. I'm not even the reader of it. I've got yeah. another guy reading it. That's yeah. right. That's right. Oh, wow. wow, That's, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: quite a story. So, I, I, I did the smart thing. Uh-huh. And uh, with the, you know, I ask a lot of questions, but the, I guess the best question I asked to the fireman was, you see this a lot? Yes, and and they look at you like I see this stuff all the time. I'm I'm a firefighter, right? Right. (laughs) You know, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Electrical fire, sure. Yeah. 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 And he actually said, he said, you know, um, I have seen him. He said we see him a little bit more in dishwashers for some reason, Hmm. okay, and than you do in these other things. And I I would have never dreamed of. A fire yeah. inside your freezer box. I
1: love to see the look on your face when you open the freezer. It, I automatically picture Ghostbusters when they uh, open, and it's like a portal to the next, you know, there is no Dana, only Zool, and, yeah, yeah
0: the thing jumping out at you.
1: Seeing a fire in your freezer. I almost, it was almost like, a,
0: I did, you know, the old Dick Van Dyke quick dance on my feet, like, what's going on here yeah, kind of thing, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I'm jumping over the counter to get back, running around, uh, call 911. I hung up on 911 one time. I dialed it. Yeah, They'll call you back. Yeah, I, I panicked yeah. for a second. I hung up because I saw a flame again, so I hung up on them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I called them back. and You know, the lady, yeah. they, she's so calm. Now tell me, sir, and I'm like, look, just come on. My freezer. I've yeah. got fire in my freezer. I just went to All Fresh Market. All my for ones <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for, I mean, Fresh Market. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You could have
1: just yelled out your door. They probably would have heard you. Uh, <laughs> yes. like,
0: that's yes. right. So that's uh, right. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad, glad it, it turned out well. I'm yes. glad it turned uh, out well. Yeah, me yeah, mean, Everybody's too. safe. You got new refrigerator. All the neighbors are Safe,
2: everything's good. It could have been bad, yeah. Oh, could have. That's that's crazy. I don't think I've ever heard of that before. So, you learn something new, right? Every day, yeah. Good thing twice when I'm loading that dishwasher
1: (laughs) (laughs) this afternoon. We run that thing like five times a day. (laughs) Be home, be home
0: when you're running this stuff, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's what they say. Minus refrigerator, but right Anything else yeah don't, don't i mean you don't turn i don't turn a dryer on if i'm not home you, you, no, you don't I turn a dryer, dryer on and go to sleep run.
2: i don't know i don't it it we yeah, we unplug it practically yeah. if we go to bed so <laughs> yeah <laughs> shut it all down <laughs> wow <clears throat> so
1: well, there you go we're living a lot more dangerously than i thought yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at our
0: house <laughs> yeah uh, you're out there on those wooded acres you yeah. Oh, yeah
1: yeah that's right yeah yeah. But you know, that'll I mean, burn forever. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So, um, I'm glad you're good. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Anything to add on that? We're all good. No. We're good. We're good. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm going to save my story for another time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. All right. <laughs> it's not as good. <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay.
0: Just the great neighboring that took place. Yeah. Though. Think about yeah, it. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah.
0: I mean, yep. the willing, willingness to help. And, and I just go back. I go back to this. It's. I mean, people help even when they don't know you, because you hear a lot of times in in those tragedies, people show up, right? But there was a comfort that I knew I could go to any door. Yeah. Yep. And just, I didn't have to wait for them to ask me. I could. I could say, Hey, can you help me? Yeah. You know. And now, now I was talking to Kelly this morning. It's our response back to those neighbors. Yeah. You know what? What? What can we put in their hands to say thank you or things like
2: that? You got all that meat. Some of that that venison would be a good start. Ah, that's why, I don't, that's why I don't live near you guys. Okay, we're moving on to episode 50. That's right. Uh, and we're
0: going to yes. talk about movement. And I did some moving last night, so yes. I want to talk about movement today. And I'm excited that we have uh, one of our uh, avid listeners uh, joining us today on the um on the podcast and uh, Jen Hyde is here. So we're glad to have her. Absolutely, Um, Jen is a graduate of the college of William and Mary with a degree in biology. And she then obtained her master's degree in physical therapy from Springfield college in Massachusetts. She's been a licensed uh, physical therapist for nearly 20 years now and has owned performance PT uh, for the past 11 years. And she has an interest in running. Uh, She herself was a runner in college and enjoys running and in her spare time she loves being with her husband, Brian, two children as well, and running and watching her kids play sports and relaxing on the beach. So to our avid listener, Jen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. Hey, look at that.
2: <laughs> She's comfortable, settled in here. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yes. Settled in, ready to roll. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, um... Thank you for being an avid listener.
3: Well, you're welcome. I this is yep. this thing's fantastic. I love it. I, I love it everywhere. I look forward to this every week. Wow. Yeah, there you go. We're always
1: very curious about people like you. I know, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. yeah. What? Like, why tell yeah, yeah. tell our listeners why you're an avid
2: listener
3: For this uh, very, very environment right here. There you go, there you go. Uh.
2: It's yeah. fun. It's fun. That's for sure.
0: Well, we're going to dive into the idea of movement and uh, and just kind of talk about what healthy movement looks like and what do we do going forward? How does that impact a variety of ages? So I guess the first question I would ask you, I mean, you see this all the time, like me asking a firefighter, do you see fire? You see this stuff all the time. So are we uh, in society, are we movement oriented? Have we become move- more oriented to movement and activity or are we becoming less movement oriented?
3: You know, I think prior to the pandemic, I would have said we are definitely more uh, movement oriented, without a doubt. I think my patients as they are, you know, as they get older, even, you know, my parents' generation, they're in their 70s. It used to be very much, I mean, my grandparents maybe used to, what can I take to make me feel better. And I think this generation that's aging now is what can I do? What exercises can I do to Mm. move past, you know, their pain or discomfort or, you know, get me to where I want to be, or I'm frustrated that I can't, you know, walk as far. And so I think I would say prior to the pandemic, we, and not that that has changed things, but it certainly has impacted, um, you know, that this every popul- every age group in the population. Um, but I would say in general, I, I feel like, and maybe it's just the, you know, the people that surround me, that we have moved into a more movement. We're living healthier longer and we want to live healthier longer. We don't want to be, you know, immobile. We mm-hmm. want to be independent longer and that kind of thing. But I think the pandemic has posed some challenges for sure, because the, I think, you know, the message has been for a long time is to find that activity that you enjoy. Exercise doesn't have to look like running every day. Right. I love running, um, but I know lots of people that hate to run and that doesn't have to be. <laughs> you know, that certainly. Yeah. <laughs>
4: that that should not it.
3: be, if that's yeah. not what you enjoy, that should not be, you know, how you, how you force yourself into health and fitness. So hmm. I think that that picture of what you know, exercise looks like has changed over, you know, over the last decade, to a couple of decades. And so I think, um, in that regard, that's where I think the pandemic has posed some challenges, because I think things like, you know, the gym, if that was your, if that was your thing, or exercise classes, or, you know, rock climbing, or th- there's just so many things that were shut down. Um And so I think that that, like I said, then posed challenges, the isolation, of course, the, um, I was, and I say this to myself every day that I just feel blessed um, that my routine in terms of exercise didn't change at all. Um, and I watched it change and it changes everything. I mean, it, your, your lack of physical activity can impact every aspect of your life. And so it's just, um, and I saw that happen. I've seen it. I continue to see it happen. So, so. Wh-
1: what do you think's made the change there uh, over the last couple of decades, you know, where it seems like, or at least observationally what I've noticed growing up was y- you come home from work, you eat dinner, um, Goodness. and then you find your recliner mm-hmm. and, um, that's where you stay the rest of the night. Right. Yeah. Um, and you get
2: your exercise with the remote. Yes. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. No, you tell your child There's to still go. Something to do that <laughs> <coordination>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but
1: you know, so, so that seemed to be like, that's, you know, was the, was the pattern. Is it just more information? And
3: I'm uh, sure. I think, um, you know, there's been a push in the medical field for it certainly to, to publish information guidelines. And, you know, we're in PT, we're very much um, all about evidence-based practice. So if it's not sort of written and documented, then there's no support for what we do. And, you know, really prior to a couple decades ago, in fact, the ACSM, I think, really put out their first big position stand back in 98, which is really not that long ago, (laughs) about, you know, what healthy living should look like. I mean, Mm -hmm. what we should be doing in terms of, you know, that physical activity. Um, I mean, it gave sort of really detailed guidelines in terms of, you know, how many minutes a day and, you know, regular and above and beyond what you're doing for, you know, just daily activity. So um, in terms of just cardiovascular training, resistance training, Flexibility training and then maybe agility and balance training. So it really put out some guidelines and really prior to that, nothing, you know, existed in the literature quite Mm, so defined. And so I don't, you know, maybe that is what started the push, I guess. But I I think the, you know, the health benefits of exercise have been sure, sure. you know, described for Yeah. I I only know that I just
1: don't know growing up, uh, if we heard the click of the recliner come down, right. <laughs> we knew someone was in trouble. That's right. Like, that was the only time Go you hide. heard a click. Is when, yeah. But now, but now like Mike, my, my dad, he was swimming laps, uh, multiple mm-hmm. times yeah. uh, in a week. Yeah. Now. Um, and, uh, he's in his late sixties, but he's right. You know, he's in the pool. So uh, do you, yeah, I mean, right maybe really. it's
3: seeing, you know, your parents age, not as gracefully or, you know, mm-hmm. with a lot of discomfort that maybe, you know, sort of did the changes
0: yeah yeah I think one one thing's interesting interesting about uh when I moved here and then this would be like almost thirteen years ago I noticed that the um the generation before me was a very healthy population like they were walking they were exercising i, I even look now at our rec center and there's people in here you know in their upper 80s still riding bikes and working on ellipticals and and i was thinking about and it's just just fortunate enough that you know in a community that does you know, healthy living. So how would you, how would you define what is good, good, healthy movement? If people think, well, I need to be moving. Is there a definition of good, healthy movement?
3: Well, in the literature, yes. The UCSM, which is American College of Sports Medicine has put out some pretty specific guidelines. They updated them, I think in 2011, which um, again, like I said, it's, it's irrefutable evidence, the benefits of exercise over the, you know, in terms of cardiovascular health, bone health, brain health. Mm -hmm. I mean, and even your fall risk, agility, health, balance, health. So all that's been documented for quite some time, but they really, they have put out some pretty specific guidelines on um, what, what healthy living looks like. And it is above and beyond what is your normal activities of daily living. So it's, um, you know, and I think if, I think we said, we talked about some of the articles, but it's a five days a week at least of 30 minutes or more of mm-hmm. moderate exercise, maybe throwing in a few days a week, two, three days a week of vigorous exercise for about 20 minutes a time, and then resistance training two to three days a week. Again, that's very good for bone health. Um, and certainly to combat some of the muscle losses that just help happen as a normal process of aging. And then throwing in some balance and proprioceptive training um, really reduces risks of falls and flexibility training to sort of maintain range of motion and and mobility and those, you know, at least two to three times a week as well. So Mm -hmm. it's a fairly specific, um, you know, I mean, and and again, what that looks like can vary tremendously, which is fantastic. I mean, I think, you know, maybe historically we had, you need to, you know, hop on the elliptical or on the treadmill and you need to run this, you know, many minutes a day for five days a week. And that really just didn't fit into a lot of people's wheelhouses. And so I think the nice thing is, is that, you know, your 20 minutes of vigorous exercise and somebody else's 20 minutes of vigorous exercise could look exceptionally different. Um, and really that's the, you know, that they've encouraged things like group classes and group exercises or, you know, partner with a buddy, keep that accountability up. And, um, you know, that kind of thing, really just to keep the engagement because, um, you know, that's what sort of, you know, helps you maintain that lifestyle. So,
0: so you see a lot of different patients, Yes. You see him for a variety of reasons. Uh, I'll just throw some out there that, that I'm assuming on that is sports injuries, health, he- just general health related surgeries, mm-hmm. uh, bones or things, muscular, things like that. Are you seeing a certain aspect of movement um, more than others that is more prone to injury or we're we doing things with our bodies now that are different, that are harming, helpful? What do you see the most?
3: Well, I think, um, you know, which is pretty fabulous. Today is, I think, a lot of people try to um, sort of self. You know, we we exhaust conservative measures before we enlist. You know, going to see the doctor. So we try mm. to we try to fix. We Google things maybe, and we try to. And there's nothing wrong with that. I yeah. mean, I'm the I'm the worst offender of that kind of thing. So I, I there's no certainly no judgment here. You know, on that. But um, I think the good thing is is that we have you know the patient when they you know come to me oftentimes has tried X Y and Z and I'm not successful. So what can I do differently? And that. I think speaks to, um, you know, someone's commitment to kind of getting better, as opposed to I'm just going to rest and lay, you know, lay around. That's an old wives' tale, really. If you've got low back pain, let's just lay around and rest and let it, you know, let it get better magically. And a lot of times, people have tried that as well. By the time they've come to see me, so um, you know, the good news there is that um, hopefully we can do something a little bit different and then you know affect change appropriately. But um, I so. In the last year, certainly, I've seen I've seen the gamut. Um, I have a lot of people who have transitioned to very sedentary lifestyles, working from home, um, that isolation. I have to spend more time at home. My kids have been at home. And so that has caused all kinds of issues in and of itself, um, the lack of getting out and
2: getting movement. Um, well, now, come on. At least you're getting up from your desk at home and walking to the kitchen to get a snack right. and walk back, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're There's right. that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's that, and then wintertime yeah, throws in a big challenge for some people too. So yes, <laughs> so. yeah, wintertime
0: is darker, earlier, colder. Yeah.
3: Right. It's and a lot of people are not. I mean, myself included. I cannot take credit for my commitment to running every morning at five a.m. in the dark. I have a dog, and if I didn't have a dog, I don't think that I would, um, you know, be out the door. He's got to he's got to go potty, and so. You know, people give me credit every day for this, you know, this commitment that I've got to, you know, run in my, my miles every day, but I've got to either walk him with the dog or I've got to run them, and yeah. he likes to run too, so... <laughs>
4: Hey, off we go, go. <clears throat> that
0: so that well. that really proves an exercise companion makes a difference yeah yeah, oh, yeah. relationship
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do cooper seven yeah. yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do
1: our dog isn't waking up at five in the morning I guess. <laughs> 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 your dog is that kind of dog that is working the recliner yeah if anybody's is. seen but you know it yeah 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 Yeah. and he doesn't like to run okay no. we had a
3: lab that didn't like to run yeah. before uh, cooper yeah, yeah.
1: We've tried it's taking sad. him on a walk. Is uh, okay. It's frustrating. Throw him in the woods. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He just he stops. He just stops. He okay. loves. He loves to sniff around. And,
0: have you and, seen a uh, in the last year? Or so have you seen a down shift in the number of sports injuries yes we were sure. seeing we were seeing an uptick in the overuse of correct movement yeah and yeah. now you're kind of seeing we're, you, we're, getting, we're like? getting
3: back there now back yeah now. a lot of, a lot of sports have started back up high school sports and actually I think it's that's posed an even bigger issue because some of the kids some kids have been pretty good about maintaining their fitness and their strength and you know mobility and those kinds of things and so as they leads back into these short quick seasons where you know and especially your high schoolers have you know, really an expectation for themselves. I know what I could do last year. And so mm-hmm. I want to be able to do that this year. And they're doing that on shortened season, shortened preseason conditioning periods. And so, um, yeah, that poses, so we are definitely seeing, you know, more athletes. All right. So told we've also time. had a lot of the pandemic has given a lot of kids an opportunity to say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and fix this now because we're off season, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of thing. So we, yeah. I mean, it didn't, it didn't die out for sure. It was an opportunity really for kids to kind of get yeah. things, things taken care of.
0: Why didn't I think of that excuse? Yeah.
1: Could <laughs> have yeah. a year off. Yeah. 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 I'm recovering. Yeah. yeah. So, side question here uh, since we're on this, are you seeing anything related to uh, technology? Um, and physical issues or injuries, repetitive movement, like postures. Yeah,
3: yeah, like what we used to call Nintendo thumbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, are you seeing anything related
1: to just Promotion. the fact that we're we're bent, we're in a position? I mean, I know, I, like I physiologically, they're saying that people are developing like counterbalances.
3: I've seen uh, that prior to pandemic, but it is definitely worse. My own kids, that's what they hate. They, when I walk in the room, they immediately,
1: (laughs) immediately (laughs) sit up straight. I I suddenly sat up
3: straight. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
4: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, but yes,
3: I mean, absolutely. There's so much more time spent on our devices. um, Now it was, it was a small issue prior to pandemic, but, uh, but absolutely with the extra time on. Yeah. Um, we spend a lot of time, spend a lot of time with my patients who have been transitioned from home because it kind of started out as we're going to be home for a couple of weeks. So, you know, we'll make do with our computer at the kitchen table or what have you. And then this has turned into a year with a really ergonomically malfunctioning space. So yeah. we've spent a lot of time with, with patients for sure, trying to figure out what really is going to work better for you in terms of seating and posture monitor situation and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So
2: that's good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I want to go – I'm just going to stay in this zone. I think about posture and different things like that, and I think about using devices. Like, for me, I know, like, I tend to – man, I just – my shoulders roll down, my hands get tend- – and I'm on this computer and I'm just all bent over, and I have to work on opening my chest yep. back. I even bought yep. those bands that will sit on your shoulders and pull them back. Just- you are not alone. <laughs> just kind of right? Yep. So if yeah. we talk about posture, I mean, that that's a – That impacts us more than we know because I'm I'm sitting like that all day. Yep. And then I go to, if I'm working out in the afternoon, I go to lift. I feel this muscle's all tight or hurt or the pain will go down. And I'm like, what else is going on? Well, it's probably just because I have bad posture.
3: Well, I tell my patients and I did this for a long time as I took a little sticky and I stuck it in the corner of my computer and I said posture. And I this is what I teach and what I practice and preach all day long and I still I'm doing my documentation at night and I will still find myself that I've done the same thing. I've mm-hmm. kind of fallen into this, you know, slumped rounded shoulder posture. And so, um as much as I can, you know, really kind of focus on it, I think once you kind of get engaged to with, you know, doing whatever you're doing, you're going to fall out of that. So, I tell my patients a lot of times, throw a little sticky up on the corner of your computer. And you know, write posture on it. And every mm-hmm. every couple of minutes, just look at it and sort of just sort of do that mental assessment. Am I am I where I should be? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think if you don't have that constant reminder, I mean I give you 10 minutes and we fall out of it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you really have to, and that's why seating ends up being so important. I'm getting kind of off topic from movement, but that's why seating ends up being so important because there are really some tricks you can do to make sort of you having to be so cognizant of your posture. Uh, be, well you don't have to be so cognizant of your posture there are some seating things you can do so that you don't have to be thinking about it hundred percent of the time mm. so it's it's harder to fall out of good posture yeah. um,
0: with mm-hmm. some but he, little tricks but. E- even how That's we walk though but that posture affects our presence towards people too mm-hmm. and around people yeah. our mood so so if people are looking for good movement healthy movement we've given you've given some brief why's are there some deeper why's they need we need to consider? the impact that movement has on our life?
3: I think so. I mean, I, I, I it, mental health, I think, especially now in the last year, I mean, I, I don't think enough can be said a lot of research has been done, you know, about it, but I don't think enough can be said about just, just your own mental health, your mood, your sleep, your, I mean, we all know about the cardiovascular benefits and the sort of the, as we get older, we just lose strength. And truly, I think my primary care told one of my patients, probably the best thing she had, a patient that came in just frustrated. She was gaining five pounds a year. And she's like, I'm doing nothing different. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not eating anymore. I'm not exercising anymore, but I'm not exercising any less. And I'm just, I'm gaining five pounds a year. And you know, my girlfriend who's my primary care said, that's exactly why you're gaining five pounds a year. Cause you're not doing anything different, which is sort of eye opening that as we get older, we have to work harder to sort of maintain fitness, to maintain healthy weight. It's It
4: stinks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand why why uh, we we have to work while we're young and try to retire and play when we're old. (laughs) our body is opposite to it's something not right. Right, yeah, I'm taking that
2: up. (laughs) I don't know Uh, when, but I'm taking that up (laughs) in another (laughs) life. Yeah, yeah, that's funny.
3: So, but it becomes well. We hopefully have more time, you know, as we're you know to kind of commit to some of this stuff. But it is it is you have to do more as you get older. To mean there's a normal process of aging. You know, or we just lose muscle mass as we get older. We lose, um, you know, our agility and flexibility if we don't work on it. You know, same thing, we lose cognitive function if we don't, you know, we don't work on it, you know, kind of thing. So um, exercise has been shown, of course, to do so many things, like I said, with cardiovascular health, bone health, certainly maintaining, you know, combat that bone loss as we get older and, you know, helps you sleep better and all those things. But it also, you know, helps your body become more sensitive to serotonin in your body and norepinephrine and it, and it can release those endorphins and help your mood and, um, you know, increases the neurotransmitter and neurogenesis and it sort of increases that cerebral blood flow. So it gives you the opportunity to, you know, kind of combat those normal cognitive degenerative processes, um, which I think goes a long way. I had a patient told me a long time ago, he said, you know, we talk about, are you taking any medications? He said, just my happy pill. He said, don't you worry. He said, when you get older, you'll take one too. Everybody does, you know, kind of thing. But I think um, there's something to be said for regular exercise. That's been studied a lot that, that could, that in addition to, if you need your happy pill, that's fine too. That's, (laughs) that, that exercise can really, you know, kind of be a really great adjunct to that.
0: Yeah. So what are the different, you got different generations living in culture society. Today. Mm-hmm. We have four or five of them. Is there one particular thing in each age group that we need to be aware of in terms of movement or?
3: I, I definitely do. Well, I think you actually have to tailor for me, even as I'm tailoring, not just your physical therapy programs. I mean, cause it's all about, you know, what those patients goals are. Um, you know, some patients just want to be able to, you know, perform ADLs, your normal daily activities without any sort of difficulty, but, um, you know, and certainly, You know, your younger athletes have a whole completely different set of goals. Um, So I think it's not just even sort of generational, but even individual, Mm -hmm. you know, in terms of, you know, in terms of that. But, um, you know, as a rule, I think, you know, I don't need to be working towards, you know, marathon training for my, you know, over 75 population. But I got a couple of them, (laughs) so I'm (laughs) going to certainly make those (laughs) adjustments.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So kid you mean kids outside playing, running, mm-hmm. exercise. Yep. You know, movement mm-hmm. oriented. Uh and then of course you do have, you know, teenagers getting out, which is a big thing. Sure. Trying to do that. Yep. Um, I think I'm at that age group where I still think I can do what I used to do, but it's not working. Right. So mm-hmm. even for me now, you know, is uh maintaining good health so i can play with my grandkids and i can move right. and you know you can so you can catch them yeah yeah, yeah. keep up with us. i can slam them, you know in a bouncy yeah. house around you have a little to move bit your yeah. 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 yeah yeah and then it's just i watch my my parents and things like that and just getting out taking a walk or yeah whatever that is yeah um,
3: i think i'm definitely more mindful of how um, you know a, a ball this is a great example when emma was playing in a soccer game and a ball went you know, went far, it was kicked far out of bounds. And I went to go retrieve the ball. And my son immediately, you know, kind of engaged me with a look (laughs) ratio. Okay, okay, you're on, you know, right. So then we go to sprint and I my hamstring, like I pulled my and you just don't recover. Like you just, you know, at, at my age, I guess I don't you just don't you don't recover as easily as I as I did. I nursed that thing for like, you know, a couple of weeks
0: or more. Yeah. Like, Telling him to go get yeah, you your drink right. and your food. <laughs> right. yeah. like, Look, boy.
2: I don't know if I'm
3: going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge my son or, or accept the challenge from my son anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> go yeah. get yeah, that ball.
2: You know, it's <laughs> yeah. interesting you mentioned that because I'm thinking as you're talking, I'm thinking about goals you know, do we have goals for what we want with with our bodies? I mean, there's certain things that I want, agility and balance and these mobility. So there are things that I'm looking for in my routines. And so they're planned into those routines. But also, Greg, I'm looking at you because you're talking about being older. Uh, (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It is. Sometimes also we have to be okay with not doing something. And for guys... It's hard for us to say, you know, like I probably shouldn't do that. You know, I probably shouldn't climb on the ladder to the second floor by myself, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe I shouldn't lift something by myself. So it's kind of this idea of being cognizant of our limitations for our health and well-being, but at the same time having goals for what we want out of our bodies. So I don't know. I mean, that's just, uh, I see that every single day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Particularly in this, in sort of, you know, that probably the 50 to 60, 65, yeah. 45 to sixty-five age group for sure. We still think we're
2: twenty-five. Absolutely,
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely. Mentally, we might, and we, be. we are. <laughs> <laughs> but physically, we ain't. You know, that's
2: just uh, that just ain't happening. That yep. mirror is a killer. Now, nope. yep. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Is, uh, years ago, I was talking to a guy, um, and they're going through some difficulty and challenges. And he said, um, he said, you know, when I look in the mirror, I don't recognize the, the guy in the mirror. I looked at him, I said, but you are that guy. And I mean, part of it is we've got to come, we got to check into reality with where we are and be okay with that. Right. I mean, that's part of aging gracefully, I think in a way, but, um, yeah. yeah, that sounds depressing. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's the it's, geriatric I cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am that guy in the yeah. mirror. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man in the mirror. Well, kind there's of something thing. to be said
3: for living healthier, longer too. So yeah. I think you know it's um, you know I, it is it is important to be mindful, but I also think that it's an you know, if you've got goals, it's very reasonable to want to, you know, to be able to keep up with your grandkids. I think yeah. like yeah. I had a guy who, uh, you know, and he got in his business suit and he puts his briefcase down and his neighbor, 17 year old neighbors playing basketball and challenges him to a sprint. And so he says, challenge accepted, you know, and yeah. he runs down and he's like, well, I probably would do it again. I'm not going to lie. You know, comes in of the purple, you know, back of his leg. It's completely purple. Yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah. to do it again. I do it the same thing tomorrow.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one,
0: one thing I've, I've learned the importance of, um, is stretching. Right. Just not, not before a workout or not after a workout, but just in general. And I, and I do need to do a better job of it, but, uh, stretching. So. To maintain mobility, yeah. Absolutely. Can you talk about that just for a moment? Just the importance of just, yeah. It's our it's
3: definitely huge as we get older, and that is sort of the one thing that I have a lot of patients that that try to argue with me that I've never been flexible. I've never been flexible, so it's sort of like a goal that's unachievable for me, and which is um, completely untrue. So that is something that it doesn't matter how old you are, what level of fitness you've ever been. That that is never too late to start, and it is never too late to achieve you know, sort of perfection in terms of um, flexibility. Now, I mean, if you've got, you know, some injuries and some, you know, muscle shortening associated, there's some exceptions to that for sure. But it is, um, that is never something that is too late to work on. Um, And I see that a lot. That is a, and especially in, in an older population, sometimes we just you know we don't move like we used to move and so we're not taking our bodies and our joints through ranges of motion that we just did on a regular basis as a you know as as a younger individual I say this all the time this is actually true with with balance and and agility as well um that we and I and I tell my patients this on a you know sort of everyday basis I see my son at eleven who um, is very very agile um very very uh I don't it's not even just sort of limber, but he is just, um, very, very agile. Um, his balance is tremendous. Uh, and, um, I watch the way this kid moves on, on an everyday basis. If we, well, he's not going to the grocery store with me now, but when we went to the grocery store, the ground is lava, some, something on the ground is lava. And so we, you know, we're, we're we're jumping from this tile to this tile on the floor. <laughs> he like comes that. into my office, and the ground is lava. And so he has to get from the front door to the back where the simulator is without touching the ground. And we'll be walking somewhere into some office somewhere, and he's balancing on the curb, you know, and and kind of jumping over the puddles on the ground versus – You know, now I don't need to jump over the puddles on the ground to get into, I can walk around them. I don't need to walk on the gravel or on the curb, you know, and balance on the curb as I walk somewhere. I can walk from point A to point B in my office without stepping on every piece of furniture. (laughs) And so, but what he's doing is constantly challenging himself, you know, with his balance. And as we get older, when I say wiser, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we really stop challenging ourselves that way, and so as a result, we just we become less agile. We, yeah. our balance is not as great as it was. You know, it's it's truly that practice that we don't do anymore.
0: Yeah, I think just that That's element of Pilates that gives me the balance, the stretch, the flexibility, yep. and a little bit of cardio in it yeah, too. Yeah,
3: absolutely has
0: has been has been good uh, for that. So, as you meet with patients or as you talk in general to people. Uh, and as we've kind of changed over the last year, um, how are you helping people reimagine their participation in in good movement? I mean, do you even think reimagine that is people engage into the digital side if you're not going to the gym? I mean, technology. Brian talked about it earlier. Is that going to play a role in people's ability to?
3: I think so. I mean, I think I think we're we're not. I would love to think that we're over this, you know, by end of summer, but I don't, I think that's unrealistic. And I think, um, I think that, you know, really you just need to help people sort of identify what, what got you out there before, what, what engaged you before, and then how can we make that adjustment now and kind of get you back there. If you feel like that, you know, I haven't been able to go to the gym in a year. Well, there's lots of different ways to exercise. You don't have to be in a gym to do that. You don't have to be necessarily in a group class if you're not comfortable with that, you know, at this point. So what, you know, and kind of find out what, you know, what um, you know, what floats their boat, I guess. And in, in yeah. terms of, um, in terms of that, but I'm, I do feel like that that partner, that buddy, that um, maybe that small group. I think that's tremendous. It always, I mean, I kind of didn't realize it until I had, you know, Cooper, who loves to mm-hmm. loves to run every morning. If I didn't have him, I can honestly tell you that there were yeah. there'd be lots of mornings I don't go out there when it's raining and, you know, icy and all that stuff that I wouldn't get out there and run. Um, so I don't um i I think that that is that's probably i think what is might be the the most important um piece to help people get out the door once you get out the door, we're good, yeah, it's yeah. getting out the door, yeah <laughs> it's yeah. making that decision and and sort of you know dedicating the time to
0: it, but having that relationship with uh somebody who cares or somebody who wants to or somebody that can encourage you or mm-hmm. You know those things makes a big difference. I know for me, I am I, I do not like doing the workout by myself. I, I prefer to have the trainer there mm-hmm. because I don't have to think about it. I get pushed to it. Uh, but man, I get in there by myself. I walk around and and just look at the machine. <laughs> I mean, it's just I'm I'm better with, with a relationship there. Yeah. Uh, and but in that part of life.
4: Mm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's about relationships. Oh yeah. I mean it makes a makes a difference. Yeah. Whether so, you finish um, those
2: reps or not, you know? That last set, I don't know. I don't feel like it today. Yeah. But that guy <laughs> that's yelling in your ear, Come on, yeah. get in there You don't ask. <laughs> I mean this is there, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Don't be a
2: wimp. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're moving you to sound effects. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was a promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you just yeah. got promoted. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah. Makes well, I wanted to ask one last question, Jen. Thanks for being on the on the show. And so, with Absolutely. the last question, Brian, what are you going to do?
4: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to give me a different dog. That's that's hey, the first. one. What can we do for <laughs> you, Brian?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've got a lab.
2: Oh, perfect,
1: perfect. Yeah. yeah, I need I need one of those. So rehome, rehoming. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's right. Yeah.
0: So. Good, good, good uh, insights for today. Good Absolutely. healthy movement. Just mm-hmm. get Absolutely. started. Uh, if you're not, continue if you are. Find a friend, uh, find a pet, uh, whatever, you, whatever <laughs> you need to do to get going. Uh, and so, Jim, thank you for Absolutely. being a part no, of Jim. the podcast today. Thank yeah. you. And again, tell our listeners why you're an avid. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, uh, so with yeah, that, yeah. thank you for joining us on the Reimagine Podcast. As always, you can follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Overcast, and download any of the episodes and rate them. And we welcome your input and ideas on Reimagine website, ReimagineCast.com. So for Brad and Brian, I'm Greg. Thanks for listening to the Reimagine Podcast.